Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. <laughs> Good morning. What up, what up, what up? How is everybody out there? I caught an injury. Really? Mm-hmm. Is it a groin injury? What no. is it? What's the problem? <laughs> All right, so. Shout out to everybody out there if you're in a relationship. Man, you better have a real injury, man. You've you been setting up these no, stories no, for failure. <laughs> so, you know, every once in a while, right, when you're with your, your spouse or your significant other, you want to go win in, right? Not just your regular thing. Sexually, so, you mean? Yeah, sexually. Because he's thrusting right now, right. people. I don't know if you can see him. I'm about to say that. So, you know, sometimes you use the football to give you a little, little more push. The football? Why you got a football in the bedroom? Footboard, oh, not football. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> You're kinky, but not that kinky. Right? So I'm doing it. And, you know, boom, doing my thing. And then when I get up, I fall. My calves locked up and I fell. My wife was like, what's wrong with you? And I'm trying to play it off, but I'm on the floor last night. I, it was definitely the old man's no, 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 thrusting, no. Exactly. Man. When she said, what's wrong with you? You should have said, I'm 40, whatever. I, I'm you should, that's what it is. It's age. Goodness gracious. That ain't, that ain't no injury. You earned that one. Goodness gracious! I'm trying to trying to sleep, trying to have sex like a young boy. I tried. I, 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 I did good for about a good. I ain't even gonna lie, like about a good sixty seconds. I said, hey, I said it yesterday when it came to Lionel Richie being seventy-one years old with that thirty-something-year-old. Now, ain't no all night long when you that age. But you I know what I'm saying? You better bring the Commodores in and help you. But, but I ain't think I, I ain't think I, my wife really knew what was going on. Then this morning she texted me. She was like, how, how, how's your legs feeling? I said, damn, you ain't had to hit me with that this morning. Well, Drop on the clues, bonds for gear. She won last night. She did. <laughs> <laughs> she won. I tapped out. Y'all might have been playing football for real. Sound like you got tackled. I got tackled. <laughs> you on injured reserve now? Yikes. All right. Well, good morning, guys. Mm-hmm. All right. Good morning. And welcome home again to Bobby Schmurder. I seen Bobby Schmurder Schmurder all over the place. He had a little party. Yes, he had a family gathering. He just got out of jail. I love to see that. Years. Yeah, welcome home, Bobby Schmurder. I seen everybody giving him his flowers, making sure he's straight, giving him some bread and and his jewelry. I, I think he got a crib, so... I'm happy he's home and back to making music. Yeah, Bobby should have walked away with like a million dollars. Him and Roddy, he should have walked away with a million dollars in cash from all of the uh, street rappers. Yeah, well, a lot you of street rappers I mean? were giving him money. I, I, I saw it. That Which is dope. I saw it. Which As is- they should, based off the fact of the rules that they put the out streets, there. The rules correct. that the streets put out there. Or the rules that a lot of these rappers come into the game with. Based on the fact he correct. was a stand-up individual. Yes. Wasn't an informant. Correct. He should have, you know, walked away with a lot of money. And, you know, I saw people was giving me flack yesterday saying, huh, how can you salute this guy? Number one, I'm saluting the brother because he made it out of hell. After six, seven years. He served right? his time. He served his time. He, he paid his debt to society. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now he's getting a second chance at life. But most importantly, the reason I salute him is because he's a man mm-hmm. who dealt with the consequences of his actions. Correct. 
He dealt with the consequences Correct. of his actions. He sure he, did. When he went to jail, mm-hmm. he didn't bring anybody else down mm-hmm. with him. He that's what you call to me manning up. That's a stand up person. That's just manning up. A lot Correct. Of, a lot of people nowadays, young and old, they don't like to deal with the consequences of their actions. He did. And not only I that, respect that. He was gonna get less time, but decided to take more time. I think he was gonna get less time if he something with Rowdy. Mm-hmm. And he decided he says, No, well, I'm not going against Rowdy. I'd mm-hmm. rather take the more time so Rowdy doesn't get more time. And he's a stand up individual. So welcome home, Bobby Schmurter. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get the show cracked. You better be pulling up some Bobby Schmurter right now. I'll give you 10 seconds, man. Pull up Bobby Schmurter. All right, we got front page news. What are we talking about? You better not type Well, let's talk about somebody who <laughs> suffered a real injury, and that would be Tiger Woods. All right, we'll get into that later, and I'm sure we could uh, push this Drake off for a second for some Bobby Schmurter this morning. Drum just typed hot N-word. And now he typed hot boy. Hot boy is the edited version. Hot boy. Cash yeah. money should come up then. <laughs> it's Bobby Schmurter. Welcome <laughs> home, Mr. Breakfast Club. Good morning. I'm going to run up with that I'm telling you, man, the lesson in the Bobby Smurda, Roddy Rebel situation to me is accountability. Accountability is something none of you like to have anymore. There's consequences and repercussions to all your actions, but for some reason, you folks don't like to deal with them. Bobby and Roddy dealt with theirs. I respect mm-hmm. it. Drop on a clues bomb for those two brothers. All right, well, mm-hmm. let's get in some front page news. Where we starting, ye? Well, first, a shout out to our Brooklyn Nets, who won again last night, 127 to 118. And we have three players in the All-Star game, too. So shout out to the Brooklyn Nets. That's the first time ever with three All-Stars on the team. Well, yeah, this is the first time the, the Nets in actually had a, mm-hmm. a team. That's the reason why. But also, this was the first time also they allowed uh, fans in since the pandemic. So they allowed fans in Brooklyn, and they also allowed yeah, fans 300. in the Garden. Mm-hmm. 300 people were allowed in, and everybody got an at-home COVID test that was also wrapped in with the price, the cost of the ticket. So That's too much in Brooklyn. 300 people in Brooklyn? That's way too much. <laughs> Shut up, that's man. way too Three much. Three the holes like 30,000, 40,000. Yeah, but that's way too much. 300 Brooklynites in one building? No, 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 no. All right, now Tiger Woods is recovering from major surgery on his right leg. He was involved in a high-speed single-car accident outside of L.A., and they're saying they also had to put a rod in his leg. So they said he uh, suffered comminuted open fractures to both the upper and lower portions of his tibia and fibula in his right leg and damage to the ankle bones and trauma to the muscle and soft tissue of the leg. Ouch. Hey, that's terrible. Could be worse, though. I saw that car yesterday. I'm like, man, he could have been dead. So, you know, count your blessings. They said he was this... He was the sole occupant of a 2021 um, Genesis SUV, and he headed northbound. They said it was a two-lane road, and he was driving at a relatively greater speed than normal. His vehicle crossed onto the wrong side of the road. It was about 7:12 a.m., and then he veered off the road entirely and onto a hillside. And a neighbor called 911 to alert authorities. They said he was conscious when they arrived on the scene. Man, life comes at you fast. Can you imagine that 7:12 in the morning? You probably just getting up, starting your day, going to get some coffee or something, and then something like that happens. Lord have mercy. Thank God he's still here, though. I wonder if... Yeah, did anybody watch that documentary on him, too? It was pretty good. Nah, I didn't see it. It was like a two-part documentary. I didn't see it. I should have watched it. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. Tiger Woods has just never been that exciting to me. Honestly. Like, you know. I have his book here, too. If you watch the documentary, I think you'll find it really interesting. Just the role that his father played in his life. uh, You know, what he was like growing up. All of that. It's pretty interesting. Does he talk about the bodies, though? Does he talk about That's the women? actually in part two, in really? the part two of it. Yeah, and they actually have them on there, some of them on there too. How many is it? Is it like more than 10? 
I didn't watch the full part. I watched the first part. The second part they said was more about the women. Got you. I might just skip the part two then. Now I wonder. You know that that car that you just named is called a Genesis. It's a, a it's a new manufacturer, and I wonder if that car had something to do with the accident and crash. Since there was no other person involved, it wasn't like there was black ice because it was cold because he was in Florida. So I, I wonder what what the California. cause for the oh California. I wonder what the cause of for that accident was. Well, they said he was driving a lot faster than he should have been. Mm-hmm. Flying in that so, Genesis. Right. And anybody out there that's looking for a job right now, the TSA is seeking to hire over 6,000 airport security screening officers. Just putting that out there. They want to do that by summer 2021. And Six Flags is opening all the parks, so they're hiring thousands of employees as well. So just putting that out there for y'all. Okay. All right. Well, that is your front page news. What if Tiger Woods was listening to the gray area by 2 chains while he was driving? And just was like feeling himself. Mm. Hit that know. gas a little. I don't bit. feel like he listens to that type of music. You don't think so? Gray no. area? Maybe Bruce Springsteen. Tiger Woods. Yeah, that'd be more like Bruce Springsteen. Come on now. Y'all are foul, man. Old enough to be a daddy, young enough that mama. Nirvana. That sound like Tiger Woods to me. Mm-hmm. All right. Maybe we foul drummers. This is a, a great figure in the black community, y'all. Whoa, to... whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. Tiger Woods has never identified as black. He's never he slowed down drummers. Okay. Oh, that's now what, he's not black. Okay. No, he never identified as black. Just like you, don't identify as Puerto Rican. Exactly. That's, that's not true. I want a Puerto Rican flag on me right now, obviously. He I said, actually, he's, 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 isn't he Caucasian, Caucasian, black, and Asian? Pronounce it. There you go. Y'all were that's black wearing, also. You guys are definitely wearing them red Nike polo shirts when the Tiger Woods was popping. Never. Somebody pull up a picture. Never. Never. I tell you, I've never found Tiger Woods exciting like that. And when he didn't identify as a black man and was running around here saying he was Caucasian, Asian, I'm like, okay. It's Caucasian, black, and Asian, it's right? too much. <laughs> I mean, it's what he is. That's Nepopolitan. What's that thing called? What's what? that ice cream called? Nepopolitan, the Nepopolitan there you go. man. There you go. Nepopolitan. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800 585 We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? It's Morgan from Ohio. I saw it yesterday, and I got a bone to pick with Charlamagne. Get in line. I, I basically said we need to normalize getting people stuff other, other than getting them stuff for Valentine's Day and their birthday. And Charlamagne going to say, oh, God. What was that for? <laughs> what do you mean? I do agree. We need. You said we need to normalize getting people stuff on Valentine's and their birthday. Yeah, you said, "Oh God!" Like you didn't. You didn't agree. So I'm just kind of confused. I don't remember. I was high yesterday. That was yesterday. Yes. Yeah, I don't remember. Anyways, I don't um, remember this conversation. I do. I do want to know if you have any more um, books. Or your anxiety oh god no i'm just playing <laughs> for you yes <laughs> i do oh. yeah i got the um i got the men the black mental one yesterday so i can't wait to read it but um, oh the unapologetic yeah. guide to black mental health by dr rita walker you got that yeah all right i'm gonna send you a copy of my book shook on anxiety playing tricks on me then hold on okay, mama. and i'm i'm sorry my mom be hating on you um she the one who told me that almost dogged me after i said that because she listened to the radio too but she does not like you at all how old is your mama she you, thinks you're the old Charlemagne. she's 42 you should send her a book too we the same age yep well, young and <laughs> the gray area baby you know what i'm saying you know, like mom, how, how old are you mama i'm 22 okay well tell your mama um we all grow we all evolve okay hold on don't hang <laughs> up until i love her
Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Chemistry. Hey, Chemistry? Yes, chemistry. Oh. Good morning. Interesting good morning. name. They said you have a poem for us about your ex? Yes, I have a poem I would love to do. Uh, and uh, I'll keep it as clean as I can for you. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. He loves me and I, I love him not the way I used to. To me, love is like a $20 lap dance from a man named Thunder doing a handstand wanting me to praise him like we on American <laughs> Bandstand. But the truth is, I just needed you to dance for me. You're damn right, Joe Samity Sam. It's hunting season. I've been cheating. You ain't giving me no reason not to in spite of you. <laughs> Still looking for romance to go out, bring home the eggs and the bacon. And since you in the kitchen, you might as well cook it. I'll taste it and let you know if you're worth savoring. So Ali can't be my number one, but hopefully you can make it to my top five favorites. And I heard you when you said the eyes never lie, but you forgot to mention that play six. I'm working with thick thighs and I don't need an alibi. You're not even my guy. In fact, I'm sharing you with the world, so why would I run around wearing a fake persona being your only girl? I told you I'd be true to you. I said I'd do ten years and three and a half of your kids. If just you tell me when to snap. Yeah, I'd do it again. Did you want me to stop or keep going? No, I was going to say tell me when to snap so I, you know what I'm saying? You can stop, mama. That yeah. was getting kind of long, but, but thank you for love calling I, love I think Jones it sounded. Too. I think it sounded pretty good. Dope it sounded though. pretty good. Love Jones, too. You in there. Deaf Poetry Jam you got Reboot. That's talent. <laughs> All right. Please look me up on Instagram. It's chemistry, K-Y-M-I-S-T-R-I, the number seven. I'm looking to collaborate with anyone that is looking for a really dope poet really, really, really has a vision. Well, yeah. What about if your ex-boyfriend wanted to collaborate? I have an ex-husband and I have wow. fiance and if they wanted to collaborate, I would walk them and I would go ahead and show them some love and then I would whoop their, you know what it is. Yeah, I mean, you have no choice but to collaborate <laughs> with people because your name is Chemistry. You have yeah, to live up to your name at all times. Oh, thank you, Mama. That's Get an it. amazing name, by the way. I've never heard a person refer to themselves as Chemistry. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Power 105.1. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Yo, this French, man. What's happening? What's up, my G? Get it off your chest. Envy. I got a bone to pick with you, man. Oh, boy. What happened? Oh, man. It's bachelor thing. You rope-a-dope me in. You hoodwinked me. You bamboozled me. I'm thinking the brother's on the up and up, and this stuff is fake. I'm talking about as fake as two left shoes. <laughs> Not even Why cool. Why do you think fake? it's fake? I don't think it's fake. Man, knock it off. It is fake. Why? What's fake? You, What's know, fake? Good, you know good and well right. When that dude went up there to meet them parents, when that dad asked the man, yo, you going to drop the ring on her finger? He's like, well, well, I don't know. I I feel like I'm falling for her. Come on, man. Well, you he know would, a real dad wouldn't go You want that. some realness, you got to watch 90 Day Fiance. Well, he got to be truthful. He got to be real. He said no. Hey. And what happened? Shorty left. 
Hold up, man. But who you up, think go window? That's what I'm asking. Nah. Who you think go window? Rachel. Rachel. Rachel nah, we can't give it to Rachel. Rachel had that little. Rachel gonna pull it off. Rachel had the slavery party. We can't do it, Rachel. I'm like the teacher. Antebellum. Guy. And 90 Day Fiance, I'm not going to even entertain that one. That, that's that's real. Now, that's realness. You would love oh, that. Forget all this you know, bachelor stuff. 90 Angela Day Fiance. Used be, used to be a 10 in my book. You just dropped down to a 2. Knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. You I haven't even French, seen the yeah. show. I'm still trying to figure yeah, out how two left him, feet are fake. Why the two left feet got to be fake? He said you fake is two left feet. Huh? I, I, I don't know. Hello, who's this? Yeah, this is Uber Mike Dallas. How y'all doing, Breakfast Club? Bless Black Mike, and Holly Favorite. How you, how you doing, Lift Mike? Pretty good. Uber Mike and Lift Mike. Hey, two things I want to get off my chest. The first thing I want to send out a shout out to all the rideshare providers that drove in that winter storm like I did, getting those families to safety. And the last thing is about tips, man. People do not tip. There's no way I give 75 rides bro. and get five tips. Bro, you in Texas. People That's are effed up. You want a tip? They trying to get out of the, out of the, the horrible conditions. You see, Envy. Man, get, they need to tip, man. At least a dollar minimum. Envy got a Envy got a tip for you. He got, he got mad excited <laughs> that you're not getting none. Yo, shut up, <laughs> he man. can't wait to give you one. Shut up. <laughs> hey, if you guys ever come to Dallas, nah. hey, ride with Uber Mike. I promise you, I'll take care of y'all. I, you know, I love Dallas. I'm a, I'm a how are we supposed fan. to know? How do we pick you though? If you're, we call it Uber or Lyft. How do we know we can't really just ride with you? This Randall, this just say, hey, we coming out to Dallas. Uber Mike, if you're available, let me know. And I, hey, I send y'all. I come ride wherever y'all at. I come pick y'all up. How, how's everything okay. in Texas now? Things cleaned up a little bit. They gradually coming together, gradually. But um, a lot of people were affected, man. But me, I wasn't affected, but I was able to get people to safety and the warm spots. Mm -hmm. So yeah. All right. They said 27% of people still have issues with their water in Texas. That's in fact, yes. They're still struggling with that, yes. Well, Uber Mike, you can't expect a tip right now, man. People are struggling. After this is all over, then, you, then we'll tip you out. DJ, if they stop being cheap, tip. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Salute to my guy, Trader Troop. I was talking to Trey yesterday, man. Shout out to Trader Troop. Shout out yeah. to Mr. Rogers, too, man. Yeah, if you want to, you, you know, donate to Relief Gang, you can go to uh, Angel. Angelbynature.com. Angelbynature.com. Angel if you want to, you know, All give right. a little something to the folks in, in Texas. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now we got rumors on the way. Yes. And let's talk about these wage disparities. We'll tell you what actor made about $40,000 while other people made millions on the same movie. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. With the yeah, I'm with the brains. Yeah, 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 we pay. Yeah, 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 yeah we, we pay. pay. <laughs> you stupid. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlotte. There they go with those club. subliminal messages again. I told you they Illuminati. <laughs> Shout out to Illuminati. Let's, Let's get push to the that rumors. agenda. You stop it, man. Let's get to the rumors, man. Let's talk uh, Bobby Smurda. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Oh, well, Bobby Schmurter was released from prison yesterday. And to celebrate, he got some more platinum uh, songs. His breakout single, Hot Boy, is now certified five times platinum. Mm -hmm. And it was previously certified gold and then platinum in 2014. Now it's five million. His other officially released single, Bobby Bitch, is uh, platinum now ever since he got released and Rowdy Rebels Computers got a gold certification and Bobby Schmurder's EP Schmurder She Wrote did as well. 
Hey, man. Congratulations you know, to him, man. We, we, once again, the lesson in the Bobby Smurda Roddy Rebel situation to me is accountability. Accountability is something none, none of you like to have anymore. There is consequences and repercussions to all your actions, but for some reason you folks don't like to deal with them. Bobby and R Rowdy dealt with theirs, and I respect that. So when you see me salute those brothers, it's because they dealt with the consequences of their actions. Absolutely. Now, did you see his first meal back home? No, what was his first meal? He requested 50 pounds of oxtail. Boy, he Jamaican. He Jamaican. Yeah, he Jamaican. Lord have mercy, Bobby. I'm smart to know he Jamaican. 50 pounds? You know how much 50 pounds of oxtail is? That's not just for him. I'm sure it's for him and his family. Oh, yeah, I'm sure so. he's going to eat it alone. Yeah, he can't but eat that. He couldn't wait for that oxtail. <laughs> All right. Joel Santana is officially off house arrest. So he posted an Instagram about that, too, of his ankle bracelet being removed from his leg yesterday. He captioned it officially off house arrest. So congratulations to him. Absolutely. Yeah, shout out to Jewels. He just got a new car for his birthday, too. Picked up a Maybach truck. So congratulations. Shout out to him and Kimbella. Did you see Justin Bieber's new car? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. What do you got? Uh, he refigurated one of his, his cars. So he has a Rolls Royce and he refigurated it to make it look futuristic. So he did it himself. It wasn't that he bought it like that, but he kind of did it up. It looked dope, though. It looked okay. crazy. Rich people stuff. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. He got the paper. I thought that they they built it for him. No, they no, said no. it's a custom Rolls Royce Wraith. It yeah. says here that he texted the founder and CEO of West Coast Customs, right? A video of a future a futuristic Rolls Royce prototype. They uh, he asked if he could get that car. It wasn't for sale, but they offered to build him something like it instead. And yeah. so. He bought a Rolls Royce, he sent it to West Coast Customs, and West Coast Customs, which is a shop that does uh, aftermarket things on cars and hook up cars, do rims. They do everybody's car from They pimped his ride, guys. That's exactly what they did. Y'all complicating this. Is they it pimped pimp his ride. ride. That's what they did, pimped yes. his ride. It didn't come, come from, the, from the, the dealer. They pimped his ride. Well, it looked nice. <laughs> That's all I know. You know, I don't know anything about cars. No, all right, and Jada Pinkett Smith just unveiled her new skincare brand. It's called Hey Humans. Every product is sustainably sourced clean and super affordable so that uh brand is now available i saw it being posted a lot of places but she posted hey fam as a lot of you may already know self-care is a major passion of mine well today i'm introducing you to a brand i'm co-founder of called hey humans official we pro we produce naturally derived personal care products packaged in aluminum and paper which are both recyclable materials that help keep our oceans and landfills more healthy and it's available at target and it's all under six dollars i respect it that's dope Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Hey, fam. All right. Now, Jada Pinkett, um, we just talked about Jada Pinkett Smith. Now let's talk about Taraji. Uh, so Taraji says that she found out that she made way less than everybody else in the curious case of Benjamin Button in the role that she played in that. She had a really big role in that. Like a, she had a big supporting role. And that movie made about $340 million. But she said she only made 40000 Listen to this. When you're first starting, you have to build up to a quote. Yes. So me and my team felt like we had finally gotten to this place where I could ask for half a million. And I felt like what I was asking at that time in my career was fair. When it was all said and done, I got $150,000. And I know people go, $150,000, that's a lot of money. Well, let me just break it down to you. $150,000. Uncle Sam is going to take 50% of that. Before Uncle Sam takes the money, I have to pay my team before taxes, thirty percent. So I may have made forty thousand. Drop on the clues box with Taraji P Henson. I'm glad she broke that down because people, and by people, I mean folks who ask you for money. 
They don't understand that. I don't <laughs> care what number you see somebody get. You have to cut that in half for taxes. And yes, by team, she means agents, lawyers, and managers in most cases. All of them eat. So when you see folks get these deals for these big numbers and you wonder why they act the way when you ask them for money, that's why. They still have to live and take care of themselves. Okay. Cut but it in 50%. She also says Brad Pitt and Kate Blanchett bought in millions for that, and she only... When it was all said and done, came home at forty thousand. Well, that's why Tyler Perry is also so important too, because you know Tyler Perry has paid women like Taraji P Henson and Tiffany Haddish certain amounts. So moving forward, after doing you know his movies, they have a different quote mm-hmm. to present to Hollywood. All right, now I never thought I would be, be reporting this, but people are mad at Pat Sajak. Uh, he's the host of Wheel of Fortune, and on the show they said that he was mocking a contestant who had a speech impediment. He has a lisp. So, in particular, Charlamagne, I want to hear what you think about this. Listen. Tech sales, huh? Yeah, I work for a technology company. We sell technology that benefits older adults living in senior living communities. Yeah, that's a, a tough thing, too, because uh, technology yeah. and sometimes people are not open to new You'd ideas. You'd be surprised how, how open they are. Yeah, good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. So, that's just a myth. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. I think. He said, I think. And people were really upset about it. It went viral afterwards. People need to stop. I'm man. offended. I am outraged. Really? I want him canceled. <laughs> Let's boycott Pat Sajak and the whole Wheel of Fortune. Let's Jeff. <laughs> Where are the pitchforks? I want protest outside. How dare he? Shut up. How dare he? Shut up. Black lips matter. He knows he Okay. Knows. Black lips matter. You spit all over the place. I don't care. I didn't even hear what y'all I didn't even hear what y'all got offended. No, I, didn't, I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it either. Plus he's ninety seven years said old. I, he said I see <laughs> instead of I see. He probably he, listen, he had to string 15 words together in a span of 10 seconds, and he's 97. He's probably tired. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> tired to get those words I, I got I don't like, come on, man. Hey, listen, if you're offended, cool. <laughs> I ain't got time to be offended by stuff like that. And I got to, I right. didn't, I, I don't even realize I have a list till somebody says it. And I love it. Mike Tyson got a All list. Cool right. G Rap had a list. It is what it is. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, front page news, what are we talking about? Uh, Yes, and we are going to be talking about some takeaways from the U.S. Capitol attack. They had their first congressional hearing yesterday. We'll tell you what we learned. Where we starting? Well, let's start with the Senate hearing on the U.S. Capitol attack. Former officials who were responsible for security at the U.S. Capitol testified. And they were talking about the failure to prevent the deadly insurrection that happened on January 6th. They also blamed other security agencies. They said the FBI did not provide any warnings beforehand that there was a coordinated assault. Now, they said one of the main uh, revelations was that there were communication failures, and that's what put lives at risk. They said that... uh you know, there were they only learned about a bombshell FBI memo that was sent out one day before the insurrection just this week. And there was an, a warning about potential violence. That's the Norfolk memo that they're talking about. It was because it came from the FBI office in Virginia. That's where it originated. And they said that report they just learned about within the last few days. And it was first made uh, public by the Washington Post. They don't know why it took that long for him to learn about that memo. And now they said there's some things that are still a bit murky about the delay for the National Guard even showing up. They said they asked to make an emergency declaration. They believe that would be required to call in troops. And they wanted that, you know, prior to this happening on January 6th. But they all agreed that the uh, planned protest on January 6th didn't warrant a military response. So that's why it didn't end up happening. And uh, Carnesha Mendoza, who's a Capitol Police captain, talked about what happened that day. Listen to this. 
I proceeded to the rotunda where I noticed a heavy smoke-like residue and smelled what I believed to be military-grade CS gas, a familiar smell. It was mixed with fire extinguisher spray deployed by rioters. The rioters continued to deploy CS into the rotunda. Officers received a lot of gas exposure, which is worse inside the building than outside because there's nowhere for it to go. I received chemical burns to my face that still have not healed to this day. Now, what are they trying to prove in this situation again? I kind of checked out of this whole, uh, these whole Senate hearings over this. What, what are they, what are they trying to prove? I mean, I guess they're trying to see if, um, where the failures were in the system. And was this something that was a cons like a conspiracy? Yes. And could this have been prevented? <laughs> yes, we know this already, though. That's why I'm saying, like, nobody's being held accountable for any of this. It's literally like January 6th happened and there's no consequences and repercussions. It's just people constantly trying to convince us why there should be consequences and repercussions as if we don't have eyes. They also want to figure out what needs to be done to prevent something like this from happening in the future. So they're going through what happened on January 6th to make sure that something like this can't ever happen again. Well, I have a bright idea. How about let's uh, hold the people who did this on January 6th accountable. Usually when people realize there's consequences and repercussions to something, they know not to do it again for the most part. That's what laws are for, right? That's what, you know, jails are for, right? So people learn lessons. Teach right, those people a lesson. Just, you get away with it. You're like, well... Nothing was wrong. Come Let's on, do it again. Exactly. All right. Now, New York City is planning for at-home shots of Johnson & Johnson's COVID vaccine. So they're saying that they will have 20 million of the country's first COVID-19 single-dose vaccines available, available by the end of March. And that they'll be able to go door to door and give people service. And those are people who can't leave the home. So they want to literally go to people's houses and vaccinate them if there's, for whatever reason, they're not capable of leaving their house yeah i didn't I, I didn't think about that before what about the elderly that can't necessarily mm -hmm. get to some of those vaccine sites you know are they going to be sending people to the house so they definitely need that because you know elderly people still go to the doctor they still gotta you know go out but it's, it's difficult so that's that's a great thing that's like vaccine eats right yeah it's they like come, they to come right yeah. to your front door dramos is excited he got them coming this weekend yeah well i'm going yes yeah he's getting a shot are you getting vaccinated i am sunday he's excited nice too. Wait, yeah, wait, now, are you a, uh, so you're asthma. eligible already? I have asthma, so asthma. I'm at Severe risk. asthma. That's why he doesn't play when artists or anybody comes up here. I don't know if you realize, he leaves immediately. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he don't play. Only person he likes yeah. to be close to is Envy. Mm -hmm. So y'all about to see this beautiful face uh, in a couple weeks, oh. I'm saying? No, you still got to keep that mask on. <laughs> oh, so you're not going to wear your mask? So after you get you don't vaccinated, you don't... Yeah, you don't wear your mask anymore? I'm just curious. I think you're not, you're like only, uh, I think you're like 98%. You know, safe. but you still got to get the second shot. I know. But I'm saying after that, though. Uh, well, if you don't sit your at-risk ass down somewhere, <laughs> okay, you're gonna get that shot, and you're gonna still wear your mask till you get the second one, and then you're gonna wear your mask after that because you got asthma. Okay. All right. What's wrong with this guy? <laughs> well, Joe Biden has <laughs> indicated that the White House will send masks directly to the American people now, and he said we're probably going to be sending out an awful lot of masks around the country very shortly, millions of them. And he said the issue of masks was turned into a political issue, which cost an awful lot of lives. You know, we've hit that five hundred thousand. Mm -hmm. Uh, people dying, Mark. And so that affects so many people. He said we could have literally saved a lot of lives if people had listened. We, right. we uh, turned wearing masks into a political statement. If you were for this thing, you wore it. If we were for somebody else, you didn't wear it. When in fact, it's just plain basic science. I'm wearing masks um, even, you know, once <laughs> this COVID thing is behind us a little bit. What's that blinged out mask you got on with your name on it? This is a smile shield. Black, black, I know your name. You don't have to wear a mask black, with your name on black it. Black-owned company. Shout to them, yeah. Shout yeah, to, 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 to smile, smile Shield. What's the uh, the website? 
Let me see. Let me see. I got the information right here. Yeah, shout them out. They left this up here yesterday. So they make a mask where it's, it's blinged out. They have your name on it. it. It's a shield. It's protective. It's it's dope so you can actually see somebody's face and it's black owned. So definitely go support them. Smileshield.com. Somebody stole mine. Why? Nah, what? your name on it. I don't know. Why would they have got it? I don't know. It was right stupid. there. You probably misplaced it, oh, and before you go around accusing Dan people of stealing it. things, Dan moved you said it. somebody stole it. That's a big accusation. There's only a couple of people in the room. I was accusing Dan or Dramos, but Dan, I take it back. was Dan had it. All right, well, that is your front page news. Right. You better wear that in Atlanta when you're DJing all mm -hmm. these all-star parties. I definitely will. I'm going to have a couple masks on. But anyway, all right. Now, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. We haven't done this in a long time. We need it. Slander the Breakfast Club, mm -hmm. all right? Phone lines are wide open. If you don't know what Slander the Breakfast Club is, let me explain. You can call up right now, and if there's something that you don't like about me, something that you don't like about ye, something that you don't like about Charlemagne, you can call us right now. Maybe you don't like the fact that Charlemagne has a lisp. Maybe you don't like First the fact all. that Charlemagne <laughs> continues to flirt with me. First Maybe you don't like the fact that Charlemagne is short and has a little PP. Whatever it How may be. How do you know that? 800-585-1051. Let me take my mask off for <laughs> no, this, so no, you can get no. all of this spit, all right? Right? First oh. of all, don't you talk about the size of my penis oh, that's the only thing that after gosh. talking about me flirting with you, okay? I should have did that first. That's right. All right. Well, 800 <laughs> you've seen it already. Sla what? It feels like you guys are leading the callers of what you want them to talk about. Or if you want to slander Angela Yee because she likes to go out and come to work, whatever it may be. <laughs> It's a humbling. That's all it is. It's just a little Evan, humbling. you cannot say that when you're about to go to Atlanta and DJ 25,000 parties. I'm not relax. Right. But I'm not coming to work. Mm -hmm. That's Stop the whole it. thing. I'm just she not coming to work. wrong when she writes. You got a point. Stop it. I'm just not, I'm not coming to work. And you got a point, you little Rona spreader. Miss Keisha Bottom said, as long as you're a resident and I have property in Atlanta, so I'm a resident. said, what? Hold on now. Let me take my mask off so I can hear you. What you say? Bottom said, what now? It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club humbled with Slander the Breakfast Club. Hate me if you want to, love me if you want, but just use your common sense. Me, I'm Hello, who's this? Oh, this is Terrence. How y'all doing from Detroit? How y'all doing this morning? What up, though? Slander the Breakfast Club, bro. Hey, I want to slander Envy for always being a married man, already talking about wearing poom poom shorts. I got a question for you, Envy. Mm. What? Did you ever buy a pair of those poom poom shorts for that fake bush all the man gave you? Oh, the, oh, nah! I didn't buy no shorts for that that fake butt Charlemagne oh. gave me. I didn't, I didn't accept that that ash. I gave it That's back a to lie. Charlemagne. You accepted it. You smacked it. You're a liar. You've always been a liar. It's on video. We saw you. I don't have that ass. I, 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 I declined that ass. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is D from Far Rockaway, man. D, slander the Breakfast Club. Yo, Envy, I'm disappointed in you, bro. Like, like you got stack bunnies turning over in this grave, man. That you be even entertaining. That funnery that 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 your man Charlemagne and God be doing. It's what is funnery, sir? Yeah, all that all that gay and all Fun that stuff. penis and all that other crazy stuff. I don't know what kind of gender you got, Charlemagne. I'm not mad at you either. You know what I mean? I, I respect you do what you do, but for years you know you had your toe out, you, you sticking your leg out, you, you got your whole torso out. You need to just come out the closet King. and see you. I don't know. King, who, you grew up in or, King. You grew up in New King. 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 That, just come out the closet, L man. Listen, King. Listen, you grew up in New you grew up in New York City. There is no That's right. That's New York. There's no there's no there's no place in the world who had more pause worthy lyrics than rappers in New York. Okay? Man, not far Rockaway, man. Yo, listen. Like I said, for years now you done had your toe out, 
One question. Let me ask you one question. Let me ask you one question. Because you didn't name one body part. No, no. It's one body part that I haven't put out yet. If I put my butt out, what you going to do? Like, you're not even supposed to be. Like, that's disgusting, man. Like. If I put my butt out, what you going to do? All right. Thank you, brother. I want to know. Hello, who's this? Yo, what up? What up? This fan, man. Calling out of Charlotte. What's seven oh four to the Breakfast Club? Yeah, man. Um, listen, man. I listen to y'all every single morning, man. When I get off of work, and even when I'm off, I get up and I turn on the iHeartRadio app and I listen. Okay. But why y'all keep playing the same songs? Y'all keep playing that Roddy Rich and Mustard Balling, man. We done heard that since last year, 2020, man. We be I trying agree to tell Dramos. No, no. My friends, I don't control that. Dramos. that on me Those here. are things in the culture of radio that need to change. I absolutely agree. Anything else, sir? Y'all got to tighten up, man. But I love y'all, man. Charlemagne, I appreciate the book, man. Y'all doing an outstanding job up there at the Breakfast Club, man. Thank, Thank you, you, King. Let's go one more before we take a break. You see the balance, though? You got one guy hates me because I'm gay, <laughs> allegedly. And then you got another guy who appreciates us. He wants to hear more. You know what I mean? Hello, who's this? <laughs> Yo, this is Matt Jackson. What's up, bro? Slender the Breakfast Club. What's going on, Uncle Charlotte? How you doing, baby? Peace, King. How you doing, my brother? How you doing, Miss I want to stand my boy, DJ Heavy, man. He deserves it. Go. <laughs> DJ Envy, man, listen, I'm a DJ myself, and I appreciate your craft, but you can't deny mm-hmm. your support in that whole Tory Lanez and Young Blue when you get the man's song. Oh, Tory Lanez and Young Blue? Beef. I mean, I'm from an era where rappers would, would take a, a, a dude's song and do their own remix and do a freestyle over it, so I, I don't have no problem with that. I, I understand that, but you got to understand, if Little Wayne takes your beat and kill it, that's a compliment. If Kanye West take your beat and make his own little sample to it, that's another compliment. Tory Lanez, he's out for himself, bro. That's not a compliment. He hasn't reached that level yet. Let that man Young Blue make his money. You going to show some love? Show some love. Well, they squashed it. They did an official remix, so they ain't got nothing to do with me. But it's out to Young I, Blue. I love I that agree. Record, Tory Lanez should have gave Young Blue his credit. Get it off your... Well, I was going to say get it off your chest. Slay into the Breakfast Club. 800-585-1051. If you want to slay into the Breakfast Club, call us now. Breakfast Club Humble with Slander the Breakfast Club. Tell them be humble. All right, we open up the phone lines, 800-585-1051. We're letting you slander the Breakfast this Club. This is a humbling. Whatever you want to say we about any every, one of us. That's right. We do this every now and then just as a humbling. That's right. Okay. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Keon from Georgia. Keon, Keon from, from Georgia. North Carolina. Slander the Breakfast What's Club. What's happening, Keon from Georgia? Hey, I know you wish you had a voice like mine, so I'm like, it's cool. Hey, look, um, first of all, I ain't really got much for ye, but uh, you do always take the, the side of the female in every single situation. But I understand why you do it. So I ain't got much. She, she is a woman. I don't know if I you mean, know. I mean, I'm the only woman here. Somebody has to. I mean. Sometimes it'll be like, yo, how you take, you, how you get with, how you come around with that? <laughs> like, give me an example. Give me an example. Envy, uh, y'all need, <laughs> when the rappers call in, when the rappers call in, y'all always fought on them, telling them, tell them to quit their day job, knowing damn well there's a lot of cats out here playing with millions that's just as bad as them. But no, I'm gonna tell you the difference. Them cats, the same thing I, tell you, I tell you the difference. <laughs> them, them cats that's playing with millions know how to make songs. So if you are a terrible but rapper, and you know you're a terrible <laughs> rapper, make a in. song. If those cats called in with no beat and rap for y'all, y'all would be farting on it. Y'all get drum. You're probably right. Well, guess what? They didn't. <laughs> but guess what? That's what I did. Guess what? They, right. did. they didn't. I didn't listen to these dudes. Well, thank you, man. <laughs> 
Hello, who's this? This is Kiata. Kiata, slander the breakfast club. I have to turn my radio station almost every other day because y'all talk about private parts while I'm trying to drop my kids off at school. Who talks about private parts? <laughs> y'all always, five minutes ago. Ain't nobody, we don't do not talk about no private parts on this radio. You guys are just talking about the butt you gave Envy. Yeah, y'all do. Y'all do. It was five minutes ago. All, all mm -hmm. the time. You don't like private how, parts? How old are your kids? How old are your kids? They are 12. Do they have private yes, parts? Yes, they party before. Yes, they party before, but listen to the radio. It's like, come on, dude. Repeatedly. What do you, okay, so how do we talk about private parts without talking about private parts? <laughs> After 9 o'clock, after they're at school. 9 o'clock? We ain't on the air after 9 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> We're you, on till 10. All right, no more talking about private parts. Hello, who's this? <laughs> Only public parts. Hey, let's. <laughs> hey, stand <laughs> to the breakfast club. Well, I really don't have nothing too bad to say besides Charlamagne trying to be gangster when he was listening to Pooh Shiesty. Why are you hating on me? Because I got it. I like Pooh Shiesty. Because you're too old. You remind <laughs> me of my dad. Oh, boy. I remind, how old is your daddy? He's 50. Your daddy still be wild? Well, that's good. Hip-hop turns 50 this year. No, no, that's not good. That's embarrassing. You know who I really like right now, too? I mean, I, I've always liked him, but I love that money bag. Yo, I got time today. Just because of the girlfriend's oh, reference. You say something. Well, thank you, mama. Why you got this ski mask on? Because she reminded me. And salute to Pooh Shiesty. Salute to Lil Boss. Salute to Key Glock. You know what I mean? Hello, who's this? This is Jerry Brown. How you doing? Jerry, Jerry Brown. Brown. Hello, Sla Jerry Brown. Slam to the breakfast club. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. Envy, I got to give it to you, man. Give it Whoa. to him. Give it to him, then. <laughs> Jerry Brown. Yeah, Envy, man, you got to put a little bass in your voice, man. You but know, you're a good DJ and all, but when you get to go, man, you go, here we go. Let's go. He <laughs> <laughs> sounds just like him. Yo, yo, Envy, man, I listen to y'all all the time, man, and, you know, I appreciate it. A little bass in that voice, man. Just Here we go. Try it now. Let's go. Try it now, MB. Call us up right now. 805 something, something. A little something, but that's a little better than let's go. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> his voice needs a tan. His voice needs a tan. It's a little beige. This is Ann. Oh, my God. Let's go. Good morning. Slam to the breakfast club. Um, good morning. I'm sorry, but good morning, Charlamagne the God. Good morning, um, Angela Yee, and good morning. Good morning. Envy. I want to say um, DJ Envy, because you always throwing everybody under the bus. That beard is ridiculous. But every time somebody says something to you, you throw Angela Yee under the bus, Charlamagne under the bus, even Dom under the bus. Like, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't understand. I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Everybody got to go down with him. People act like I yes. lead the flirting that happens in this you room, too. when it's not true. Envy starts it off. Envy, yes, DJ Envy is always flirting with you. Like Thank I don't you. understand. Like every Thank morning, you. he's all he always has to say something about your butt. He's always Thank you. That's, that's not true. Finally, that's not true. The real narrative. It's so awkward. Told. I have to work from home. That's not true. Thank you, Mama. Finally, the real narrative. Let me go to my told. guy. Hello, who's this? Why? Why am I not? Oh, Sean Stone. I, I know, this is we gonna Sean get some real ether this morning. Okay. This is slam to the breakfast club. We haven't heard from you in six months. Yep, and and if you say something stupid, you're going back on probation. <laughs> That's all good. I ain't gonna say nothing stupid because you always hating on me, Charlamagne. Just like you, you hating on that actor that that did a good job in that actor movie. You know he, what did, I mean? he did a phenomenal job. He did a the phenomenal did a great job. job in that actor movie. <laughs> he should he should win all the awards. Go so why Sean Stone. Why do you think? Why do you think? Why do you think? Why do you think constructive criticism is hate? What if I said nah, to you? Bro, what if I said to you right now, Sean, you're hating on me? 
You're not hating. John, where's the slander? You got a slander the breakfast club. Let the man talk. Go ahead, Sean. Angela, Angela, I don't got no issue with you. I like you and stuff, but DJ NBA and Charlamagne, man, especially Charlamagne, he always show hate. Like, for 10 years, I've been calling the breakfast club, and then all of a sudden, five years later, he switched up on me, started hating on me. You know what I mean? I'm just a dude out here working hard. Why are you hating on me? Sean, why are you talking about talking about Sean? Sean, Sean, why do you think I Sean? Sean, 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 I got mad love for you, Sean, but here's the truth. Here's the truth. Sean, calm down, Sean. Sean. Sean, calm down. I got love for you. I got love for you, but here's the truth. Here's the truth. Here's the truth, Sean. You let me down when you let Trav bust your ass in a freestyle battle. You remember when Trav busted your ass in a rap battle? No, 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 no. Sean, remember when Trav watched you and dragged you in a rap battle? You let me down. You see what I'm talking about? What? What? Sean, give him a verse right now, Sean. What? Give him a verse. Don't give me a verse. You should have gave Trav a verse five years ago. Listen, man, I don't got no issue, man. Tell me, stop showing some on hate, man. I got love for the Breakfast Club. I've supported you. I bought your book. But yeah, you always show me hate. Why you hate on Sean? Why wow. you did that? We love you Sean. Can't. We appreciate Sean listening for all these years. But Sean can't act like Trav didn't bust his ass in a rap battle. My goodness. For anybody who does not know, go Google Trav versus Sean Stone Breakfast Club and listen for yourself. All right. Woo! All right. Well, that was Slander the Breakfast Club. 800-585-1051. When we come back, Angela Yee has a, a, an announcement that she wants to tell the people, and we have a special guest joining us, Stacey Tisdale. So we do it when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have a special guest on the line, Stacey Tisdale. Morning, everybody. Good morning, Good morning, Good morning Stacey. Good morning, Stacy. And Stacy and I are partners in Wealth Wednesday. We've been doing how long have we been doing Wealth Wednesday for? Three years. Three years. And so we do have yeah. a big announcement. We are launching a new platform called TeamWealthWednesdays.com that we're really launching to organize the impact that the black community can have on our economy, the overall economy, and really seize this moment in history. Because, Angela, as we talk about all the time, I, we didn't know what to do when COVID happened. I mean, you just saw it in, a, in an instant. All of the gains that the Black community had made economically, they looked like they were going to be wiped out immediately. Half our businesses closed within three months. Unemployment shot up almost 17 19%. But it's been, in my 20 years of covering business, markets, and economies, I've never seen anything like this, the way that there has just been a fundamental shift in what's happening in the black economy. What do you attribute that to, Stacey? A couple of things. First of all, uh, George Floyd is a saint, and he woke the world up in a way, not just to economic equality and economic brutality, but he sparked a willingness for people to really understand what that means and an openness to have real conversation. Since that time, the money flowing into Black businesses, I mean, billions of dollars you're seeing from Silicon Valley investing in black businesses, particularly black female entrepreneurs. We had um, Jeff Bezos's ex-wife invest billions of dollars into HBUs as an example. We have, you know, corporations. I help corporations try to figure out their diversity strategies. I've never seen so many corporations trying to recruit black people. We also have 
black home ownership levels aren't moving. That wealth gap's not going to close until we see that. Black millennials are the fastest growing group of home buyers since COVID. And that's really a testament to that generation. And when you look at that and their entrepreneurial spirit, I honestly predict they can close the wealth gap. One big reason is we're all very focused on the wealth gap and they're very focused on wealth building. I've never seen a moment like this where we have a chance to make real impact. And that's that inspired TeamWealthWednesdays.com. It was the moment to make a platform for us to organize that because we don't have to be met on any meet anybody on their own terms. They have to meet us where we are. Absolutely. So now that we have the platform, we certainly have the power. We just have to get educated and organize the information. That's what TeamWealthWednesdays.com is all about. If you go there, you take a pledge to learn, plan, and act when it comes to your financial life. And then every week, every Wednesday, we're going to send you information. We're going to send you news. We're going to send you information about our upcoming events. And this is a community. This is a movement. And one of my favorite features about the site is our career center. And we have a survey up there called Know Thyself. And in this survey, you're going to learn what it's a personal journey, you know, what your personal strengths are, what your personal weaknesses are that you can bring to the workplace. It's really a great exercise. And we actually are doing another virtual event and we have 15 HBCUs that are attending. February 24th, right on the Breakfast Club YouTube channel. We have Claflin University, Johnson C. Smith University, Alabama A&M University, Edward Waters College, Florida A&M University, Prairie View A&M, Bethune-Cookman University, Grambling State University, Fisk University, Harrison Stowe State, Fayetteville State, Hampton University, because I knew somebody that I was talking to today was going to make sure they were up there. <laughs> Charlamagne, you went to Hampton? I'm South Carolina no, State. I didn't go there. You wouldn't but... even talk to me. And for you, Charlamagne, South Carolina State. Yes, ma'am. They have North Carolina Central and Norfolk State. All these schools are having watch parties. And the school that has the most number of students taking the pledge is going to get a $10,000 donation wow. from TeamWealthWednesdays.com. Well, thank you for checking in. Give them the website one more time so they have it. TeamWealthWednesdays.com. And you can also follow Wealth Wednesdays on Instagram. And tonight we have this amazing, amazing live event um, with 50 Cent. A, a virtual event. It's actually recorded. I was going to tell you as a special gift to the Breakfast Club audience, you can go to TeamWealthWednesdays.com and watch it right now. But if you don't go to the one at 7 o'clock, you're going to miss the live chat with Ms. Yi and me So um, after tonight's event. But there's something very special in this, too. I was in a motion picture with 50 Cent called The Game, which is an exploration of the hip-hop economy. And we talk about the game and we do a salute to the hip-hop economy because they were really the trailblazers of what it means to take control of your own economy. And uh, just one thing that comes to mind immediately was um, in Madison Square Garden, I remember the co-headed Def Jam, Lear Cohen, took Adidas to a concert because they were kind of, you know, they were being skeptical. So Run DMC uh, called everybody in the audience at the same time to lift up their Adidas sneakers audience was as white as it was black just to show these companies that we really have the power that was a complete game changer 50's going to tell the story about what he did for um 
vitamin water. All, you know, these guys are really um, heroes in the entrepreneurship space, and we look forward to celebrating them on this uh, special that we have as well. That's right. right. Well, thank you, Stacey Tisdale, for joining us, and we appreciate you and continue pushing generational wealth and financial freedom. I love yes, you thank all. You, thank, thank you, you so been, much. We've been thank doing you, this Stacey. for three years, so I'm, I'm glad we finally have this platform so we can show all the free seminars and free events that we've been doing. At first, they were in person. Now they're virtual just because of COVID, but I can't wait till we're back in person again. Thank you all. All right. Well, thank you, Stacey Tisdale, for joining us. Now, yeah, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and let's talk about Cardi B and Mariah Carey. They both had a discussion for Interview Magazine. And Cardi B talks about a lot of things like, did you know she feels nervous and shy around other celebrities? We'll tell you some other takeaways. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, on the Bad and Bushy Instagram Live series, Halle Berry and her friend Lindsay Flores, who's a fashion stylist, were talking about their first kiss experience. Do you guys remember your first kiss? Uh, nah, I'm 42. That's too long ago. Mm-mm. She's older than you, Halle Berry. And she remembers hers. Well, here's what she mine. said happened. My first kiss. Oh, I know was a girl because I had this boyfriend and I wanted to French kiss him. I didn't know how to French kiss, so I got my best girlfriend at the time to show me how to French kiss so that I could French kiss him. So she came over to my house and kissed me for like 30 minutes. 30 minutes? 30 minutes. Literally showed me how to French kiss a boy. Where is she now? And then the next night, I went and I French kissed. Sounds like something Charlamagne did with his boys back in the day. Mm-hmm. You from Queens. <laughs> Don't make me tell the story about how um, uh, Clue turned you into one of the top DJs in the country, allegedly. <laughs> yeah, so Stop right. it. Leave Clue out of this, man. I'm Clue sorry, like Clue. That. Clue, I'm sorry. You know, I Please. shoot, I shoot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just spraying the block, Clue. I'm just telling you what I saw on Wikipedia. Back you didn't see day. that no damn Wikipedia. <laughs> All right. Well, that's interesting. (laughs) And Cardi B and Mariah Carey did a conversation for Interview Magazine. They did it over the phone. And it was interesting. If you hear some of the things that they talked about, Cardi B uh, talks about settling into the whole celebrity thing. She said, in terms of connecting with other artists, there's people you've met and had great relationships with. They're cool and you become friends. And then there's situations where you're like, well, I guess I could have been friends with this person if they hadn't acted such and such a way. I've noticed that in my life now. Um, So Cardi B responded to Mariah and said, a lot of celebrities invite me to places, but I'm really shy. We're doing this over the phone, but if it was in person, I wouldn't be able to look you in the eyes. That's how nervous I get around celebrities. And sometimes my head starts talking like, oh my gosh, I look stupid. I feel stupid. I'm dumb. They also talk about how they were perceived growing up. And uh, interestingly enough, Cardi talks about basically feeling like she was an outsider. She said, I grew up in the Bronx. I'm Trini and I'm Dominican. And there's a lot of Dominicans that look a certain type of way. They have soft, pretty, curly hair. Growing up, guys would ask me weird questions like, if you're Dominican, why is your hair so nappy? I used to dye my hair and people used to be like, oh, your hair is so crunchy and it would make me feel so weird. And then she also talked about a lot of the insecurities that she would have and, uh, you know, how getting surgery really helped her with that. So... Pretty interesting conversation if you guys want to read that in Interview Magazine for the March issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mariah also talked about how she's been involved in um, endor- uh, endorsement deals and things like that. And they were saying that uh, Cardi was saying that she found out certain white people got more money for their deals from the same company. Of course. It's the way the game goes. Mm-hmm. 
And when you find right. that out, when you find that out, you got to shake the table. Okay, especially because I'm sure Cardi is a, a, a bigger star and bigger draw at this point than 95 percent of those white folks. Yeah, it's true. So and, and you do have to do your research and see what other people are getting. And she said she did do her research. And then after you sign a deal, what can you do except like you did and be stick them up the next time? Right. God damn All right. right. It, it just Alba is talking about how he did a collaboration with Megan the Stallion, he listed a lot of people that he's going to be working with. Because never forget that Idris Elba is also a DJ, right? And an artist. Mm -hmm. And he did a remote talk with Capital FM in the UK. And here's what he said. I'm putting out quite a bit of music, man. I've been really sort of focused in coming out of last year into this year, trying to put more music out. So expect more. I've got a tune with Frankie Wild coming. I think that's going to be good. I've got a tune with um, Who. Uh, I've got a sneaky tune with um, Meg, Meg Stallion and Davido. <laughs> it's one of those junctions where I just feel like, man, life's too short. You know what I mean? You just got to do what you want to do. So I'm putting music and making films this year. He also said he has a dream collab. He wants a dream collaboration with uh, Taylor Swift. He said he's known Taylor for years. He said people see the album sales, the awards. What they don't see is the hard work. She's incredibly hardworking. She isn't resting on her achievements. He said to perform live with her would be fun, and hopefully we can make that happen. I'm sure when the pandemic uh, is behind us, they can make that happen. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Charlamagne, who are you giving that donkey to? You know, I'm giving donkey of the day to a, a woman in Jacksonville, even though mm -hmm. I feel her pain. Okay. okay, I feel her pain, but I have to uh, give her a donkey today, so I need her to roll up to the front of the congregation. Uh, we'd like to have a word with her. Her name is Kenyita. What's Kenyita's last name? Let me see here. Kenyita Gordon. Kenyita Gordon. Mm -hmm. All right. We'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. Florida. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Donkey of the day. With Charlemagne the guy. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Well, little Duval, okay, not only am I getting him like this, I got to get Jacksonville today, okay? Donkey of the day for Wednesday, February 24th. Goes to a Jacksonville woman named Kenyita Gordon. Salute to everyone who listens to The Breakfast Club on 93.3 to Beat in Jacksonville. Uh, salute to the young man, Quail P. Okay, that record he got out titled Charlemagne. When the world officially opens back oh, up, uh, you know, not like Florida open. I mean, you know, like open, open. Not I don't give a F open back up, but opens back up so the rest of us who don't take risks like you Floridians can move around. When I come to the 904, I want everybody to sing my name like Quail P or I'm not responding. Let's practice. Envy, say my name. Charlamagne. Charlamagne. Hey, yo, Quail P, what's happening, my brother? How are you, young king? What's happening, nephew? See how I ignored Envy because he didn't sing my name the way I, I wanted him to? Okay? Mm, mm -mm. But, but Quail P did it right. Now, what did your Uncle Charla always say about Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida, and today once again proves all of us who know this to be true correct. See, Kenyatta Gordon was arrested and charged with strong arm robbery and uh, use possession with intent to use drug paraphernalia. I personally don't think anyone who gets arrested on a, a tent 
intent to use charge should be sent to jail. They should be sent to a rehab facility, but that's just my opinion. It has nothing to do with this story, really. But what did Kenyatta do to get arrested for strong arm robbery? Well, according to police, she robbed a bank. Look, man, times is hard in the slums we from. I tell y'all all the time, people are starving. Folks don't have time, okay, to wait on these damn stimulus checks. Those stimmies taking too long. Your stomach don't stop growling because the check is on the way. Your, your, your stomach stops growling when you get that check, cash it, and now you got some bread to buy some bread to feed yourself okay not making excuses for this woman at all because we all make choices in life and have to be held accountable for the consequences of our actions and when you rob a bank nine times out of ten you going to jail i'm just simply trying to get you all in the mindset of this woman okay now whenever i think about bank robberies first thing i think about is how much did they get get mm -hmm. right second thing i think about is how did they get away what was the getaway vehicle? There's literally nothing you can't find online because I Googled top 10 getaway cars for robbing banks. Let's run them down real quick. Number 10 is a 1932 Ford V8. That's the old black cars you see in all the old black and white movies. Number nine is mm -hmm. a Toyota Corolla. Number eight is an ambulance. See, it's all about something that is fast and something that blends in. Nothing blends in like an ambulance. Number seven is a Cadillac CTSV wagon. Number six is a taxi. Yet again, another vehicle blends that in. blends right in. Mm -hmm. Number five. Is the General Lee. You know the bright orange Dodge Charger, the Duke boys. Used to driving Duke's a hazard. You know that one. Uh, number four is the Alpine Armored Cadillac Escalade. Don't know where you just find one of those. <laughs> no, number three is the Porsche Cayenne Turbo S. Number two is the Dodge Charger SRT 392. That's for speed. And the number one getaway car for bank robberies is the Incas Huron APC. That's the big armored truck that the SWAT team drives. No regular civilian is going to have that, so I don't even know why that's on there. But the point of all these vehicles is either for speed or to blend in. Well, Kenyatta must have been going for the blend in part because she damn sure wasn't going for the speed. Would you like to know what her getaway vehicle of choice was? Would you? What is it? Let's go to WJAX CBS 47 for the report, please. The Jacksonville Sheriff's Office is releasing the identity of a woman accused of robbing a bank from her wheelchair. This is a new mugshot of Kenyatta Gordon. Action News Jax broke the news yesterday when police say that a woman became angry while discussing her account at the Regions Bank in downtown Jacksonville. She's accused of telling a worker that she was going to kill everyone inside and that this was a robbery. She left, they say, in a motorized wheelchair after getting the cash. She was arrested just a few blocks away. They see me rolling. They hate it. Hey, drum, stop it. I don't like when you go rogue, drum. All right, Jesus. <laughs> what the Florida is going on here? All right, there's only three people who could have truly gotten away with this crime. One, Roland, Wh Roland Ray. Okay. Two, Snoop Dogg's character in Training Day. Three, Professor Charles Xavier. Those are the only three individuals who could have gotten away with robbing a bank in a wheelchair. Now, let me tell you something. This is why Florida is full of brilliant idiots. Because robbing a bank in a wheelchair truly is the best way to blend in. Even if you don't really need a wheelchair, if you roll in the bank, Rob the bank, then roll out, okay? Roll a block or two, all right? Once you get up and walk, ditch the wheelchair, now you don't even fit the description of what the bank teller saw. That's smart. It's genius. Yes. All right? The sad part is this woman didn't have a plan. I'm not encouraging people to rob banks. No, I'm just saying, Kenyatta, picture a plan before you picture yourself rolling into a bank, asking for a big bank roll. And listen, just because I have understanding of this woman's situation, meaning I understand why she would be in the mind frame to rob a bank, simply because I understand the current economic condition a lot of people are facing, 
it's easy to say Kenyatta should have just rolled with the punches life was throwing at her. But no, folks is broke and you can't tell people to just roll with it. Okay. In life, we all have a role to play, but sometimes what you're casted as is out of your control. Remember when Kodak Black said he can't even roll in peace. Remember that? I can even roll in peace. Well, neither can Kenyatta <laughs> because she's starving waiting on this damn government to roll out these damn stimulus checks. By the way, she's only 39. Only 39. I'm inspired by people who keep rolling no matter their age. But she's just 39. And and, and she, she's at the point where even though she's disabled in a wheelchair, she has to rob a bank at 39? Think about that. Kenyatta, I feel your pain. But even though I feel your pain, I still have to give this story the credit it deserves for being stupid. But Kenyatta, I'm praying for you. I want you to get the help you need for your drug problem because they found a crack pipe on you. Yes, she was riding dirty for real. But I'm telling you, Kenyatta, I want you to get clean, put the BS behind you. And one day, I promise you, the good times will roll. Please give Kenyatta Gordon the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey. We're not going to play a game? Oh, y'all don't want to play a game today? We're not going to do that. We're not going to play a game? I don't want to play. Well, I have no problem rolling out a game of Guess What Race It Is! All right. All right. Here are the context clues. All right. I don't guess. even know if these are context clues. I don't even know if I used that correctly. But Kenyatta Gordon. Okay. Jacksonville, Florida. Uh-huh. Robbed a bank in a motorized wheelchair. Oh, you want a description? I need to give you a description. No, 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 I don't need a description. Okay, you sure you don't need a description? Okay, give me a description. Give you one little quick give me, description. Give me description okay. Let me give you the description that the police were using. Hold on. Okay. This is the description. Hold on. Let me see mm. if I can find it. Hold on. Uh, officers are looking for an adult, blank female, 39 years of age, with short blonde hair. Ooh, I got you now. Oh, short you thought it was hair. easy. I thought it was easy. You thought it was I easy. It was I said easy. short blonde hair. Kenyatta. I said Kenyatta. Kenyatta. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> Kenyatta Gordon Ramirez. All right. Who said Ramirez? Oh, you said Ramirez. Ramirez. No. Oh. I'm, I'm down for the profile and go. Okay, Puerto Rican. Angelia. Angelia, you sure you don't want to play? I think it is a white man. A white man? <laughs> a white man. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I see where we're taking it. Uh. <laughs> I, I ain't telling y'all whether y'all right or wrong. We just gonna leave this one. <laughs> <laughs> leave it like this. Yeah, it's black right, why don't you ask me to sing your name? Why you only ask um, Envy? Well, no, I asked Envy to say my name. I thought you wanted him to sing it. No, he said say it. Mm-mm. You want to say okay. his name? Say his name. Go ahead. Charlie Go ahead, Quail P. <laughs> I'm not telling y'all. It's Black right, History Month. Okay. I'm not telling y'all. All right. All right. What well, can you eat to go again? <laughs> Thank you for that donkey. I'm leaving it up for interpretation. Okay. Y'all guess. Figure it out on your own. Go find. Go do your own research. I'm not telling y'all. White man. All right. I agree with you. Okay, that's, the, that's what I saw. All right. That's the description I, I, I that, that I think it fits. Okay. All right. Ask Ye is next. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call Ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep the bread. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask C and E. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can call us up right now. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, what's your name? Tammy. Hey, what's your question for Yee? Okay, um, my question for Yee is I am a new mother. Um, Congrats. For all of y'all. Thank you. Um, And we, well, me and my partner, we are recently engaged and um, we just had, I just had a baby and, you know, working from home has been a lot. Um, I am a daycare. I am a chef. I am a maid. I am basically carrying on all these different things. I cook, I clean, and he works, he works extra hard. He is a great provider, but it seems that we have lost that connection, you know? Um, He feels like I don't appreciate him, and Valentine's Day just happened. So I made sure that he felt special. You know, I took him out of town, and I got him some sneakers that he wanted, you know, got him some nice cologne. That stuff wasn't cheap. So (laughs) I'm just like, I gave you that to make you feel special. And he's just like, no, I need more attention. Um, We're not. Because he's used to being a priority all the time. And now there's a baby. Exactly. And it's just like men are selfish. Like you don't get it. Like (laughs) I'm still working all of these jobs and doing all of this stuff. And you're not really helping me. Like you're not really doing anything to take away the ease of my day so yeah i'm going to be tired i'm not going to want to have sex all the time or do things of that like i used to do before we had the baby i mean she's a year now so it's easier but it wasn't it's not easy for me and i'm asking on your side what would you do and i'm asking the men how to make men feel special or to make them feel wanted well it feels like to me that Obviously, you've had a baby and through no fault of your own, hormones are out of control after that happens. For a lot of women, there's different symptoms that you might be having after that and they can last for a long time. And I think it's good that at least you're addressing it and you notice it. And, you know, men also get postpartum depression. It's a new uh person in your relationship they're not used to having to deal with certain things and timing and also he'll never understand exactly what it is that you're going through and it feels like y'all need to get some professional help that's what i said that's and i've been trying like i've been reaching out to our preacher but it's hard to get into these counseling sessions because you know everybody's going through issues so what if we give you some free talk space for six months I would love that. Thank you so much because I am really like crying out for help because I don't know how to make him feel special. I thought that, you know, taking him away and doing something nice for him would make him feel special. Like giving him things, giving him something that he wanted, that he mentioned he wanted. I got him that. Like, I don't know what else to do. I'll be honest with you is that that's all good. But sometimes it's time and having five kids, you know, you, you're doing so much, you know, I, I hear you, you're cooking, you're cleaning, you're the Uber driver, you're the daycare center, you're helping with mm-hmm. virtual, you're doing everything. And he's working too. And the problem is, is, is there's no time for just you two. And, and me and my wife go through that now. We don't have any help. So it's constantly, and I got a four-year-old that sleeps in our bed every night, but we still try yeah. to make times for ourselves, the things that we can do that we both enjoy, whether it's, you know, me and my wife watch Bachelor. So on Monday night, that's our show. Kids got to get out, mm-hmm. you know? 
we do things together. We make sure that we can spend that special time, even if we, you know, early in the morning, get up and put cartoons on for them downstairs. And, you know, me and wife get a little nookie time at that time. But we try to make sure we can always have some time to ourselves because having those kids around will just separate you, even though it seems like you guys are closer because you're creating a family. But you, it'll separate you because now you're all doing t- things together and you want your time together. You want to be pampered and he wants his time together. He wants to be felt and, and pampered and spooned and all that other stuff. So I just say focus on uh, on really spending time together without the kids if you can. Can I ask you this question? Yes, ma'am. Because he, want, he says I am like absent, like in the bedroom, like because there is no, it's just at, at this time, I am just tired from doing everything. And he does not get that, okay, maybe I should help her wash the dishes. Maybe I should, you know, take give the child a bath or do something like that. He's tired because he's been working all day. He just got us a house. like So he's a great provider. It's just that he just thinks that men are supposed to go work, go to work, come home, and do nothing. And one thing I would say is with everything that's going on, it's not just that relationship. It's the fact that he's stressed, especially if he just purchased a house. So they went all in his bank accounts, up his butt, mm-hmm. all types of things to get you this crib. So it's stressful, but you're stressed too. And he has to understand that that's stressful because right now he probably doesn't understand and realize what you do as a woman and what you do for that household. He thinks that just bringing in the money is everything. But, you know, yeah. having a wife that takes care of these five kids every day, I, I realize like I wouldn't I would not trade my job for nothing. Well, have you have you told him that you need help in the house? Have you asked him, like, how about you do the dishes on Tuesdays and Fridays? I've been complaining for a year. <laughs> it's so, one thing it's, to complain, but it's another thing to come up with a solution. I've tried and like for the past month or so, he's been doing it like he'll do it in spurts and then he'll go out. And then he'll start to do it again because I get it. His job takes precedence because he makes more than me. Even though I do work from home and everything, he brings home majority of the money. Like I said, he just got us a home by himself. So I get that. But it's just like, why do I have to be stuck doing everything? And you, Can you? I wish I could go to work and come home and not do nothing. I feel you because I know how hard it is to be home with the baby all day, every day. Man, I know so many women that have said, I can't wait to go back to work. And no offense, you know, because you want to be around people and have interactions. Can you guys designate one day a week where he caters to you and one day where you cater to him more? I can try. I mean, I thought I did that when I took him away for Valentine's Day. Um, I catered to him. I took him to, you know, his stores, like, and said, go get whatever you want. I got you. Like, I wanted him to feel special because it wasn't about me at that point because he had expressed that he didn't feel special to me. Mm -hmm. That's my partner. I love him. I don't want him to stray or to feel like he has to go to someone else to get that attention or that love that he he is asking Mm -hmm. me for. So if you brought that to my attention, I'm going to make you feel special. And I thought I did, but it wasn't enough because he said yesterday, like, oh, you don't touch me like. Right. He wants some affection. affection. And I'll say this. We're going to give you six months of talk space therapy, courtesy of our friends, Toby and RCA Records. So I'm hoping that with some professional help, you guys can both learn because I think relationships go through ups and downs and a, a change as much as having a baby really does change the whole dynamics. But the thing is knowing how to communicate when things aren't going well. So I'm hoping this will help you guys learn how to communicate and come up with solutions because it sounds like you really love him and you're willing to do anything. And I'm sure he really loves you. And what he wants is more affection. And that's a positive 
positive thing that at least you guys know and can express that to each other. But now how do you make it happen? Exactly. But I just thank you guys. I love you guys. I listen to you every day and I appreciate your help so much. Good luck, mama. All right, hold Thank on you. so we can get you this information so you can get your free um, talk space for six months. And this should really, I think, uh, do something for you. So if anything, we're going to check back in with you and get your information. But I want to check back in in a couple of months and see how it's going. Thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate it. All right. 800-585-1051. You need relationship advice here now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Um, it's Mick from St. Louis. All right, man. What's your question for Yee? Um, my girl cheated on me. I want to know should I leave her or no? So explain what happened. Well, somebody reached out to me on social media, told me that they had sex with my girl, and I'm just trying to figure out like what should I do. Are you sure it's true? I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to see, you know what I'm saying, if it is true. I think you got to have a kind. So you haven't even asked her? Uh, No, because she's very confrontational right now. What? This uh, sounds very dysfunctional already. So some random person reaches out to you on social media, tells you that he slept with your girl. You haven't even brought it up to your girl right now because she's confrontational. True. <laughs> It sounds like y'all got way bigger issues. What, what do you mean by confrontational? What's going on? I mean, well, for the last uh, couple of days, we've been kind of arguing a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I do believe she did it because she cheated before. So I'm just like, don't know what to do. She called herself being pregnant right now. So it's like, what do I do? She cheated on you while she's pregnant? Yep. So you're not even sure that's your baby? I mean, it might not be. You know what I'm saying? It might not be. I'm just trying to just go on with the punch and go on with the flow right now. Are you happy in your relationship? Not really. So why do you stay? Because, I, I, honestly, I love her. You know what I'm saying? I love her. And you love the dysfunction that comes with it, and you're used to it. So you feel like that's normal. I mean, I guess so. You know what I'm saying? I, don't, I ain't never really had no uh, definition of what a healthy relationship well, this does not sound like a healthy relationship to me. You're with a woman who's cheated on you before. She, You don't even, do you believe that she's pregnant? Because you said she calls herself pregnant. Is she pregnant? Uh, I ain't seen no, I ain't seen her like pee on the stick or nothing, but her stomach is big, so I don't know if it's just that she's just oh a big person or just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen, sir, it sound like this sound like a whole mess. Do y'all have kids together already? Uh-uh, we ain't got no kids together. I just I just met her like two years ago. Do you want to be with somebody who cheats on you, who you don't even believe that she's pregnant because you haven't seen her pee on a stick? You don't even know if it's your baby and you're scared to confront her about whether or not she just cheated on you again because some random person hit you up on social media? When you say all of those things together, does that sound healthy? I mean, nah, not really. So I think that what you need to do is, first of all, talk to her about what this person sent to you and see if y'all can come to some type of, see if she'll tell the truth. Is she truthful, at least, when she does these things and you confront her? Um, No, she usually lies. You know, man, I mean, she's yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's just too many red flags, but, you know, you choose to ignore them sometimes. 
Don't you want to be in a committed relationship with somebody who's respectful to you, who you know can go out, who you believe, who you trust, who's not confrontational, who if something happens, you can come to them and talk about it and have a discussion like normal, rational adults? Well, sir, if you really want my advice, it doesn't seem to me like this is an ideal situation for you to be in. All right. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Okay. All right. Ask ye 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, you can hit us up. Now we got rumors on the way. Yes, and 50 Cent is doing a new Netflix series. We'll tell you what it's about and who's executive producing. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, before we start the rumor, Charlemagne and Yee, how does this sound? Listening? And here, no. now it's time for your final rolls. Nigga, what? You don't like what that? is that? You trying to make your voice deeper? The host of, of Bachelor, they putting him on ice because of the, some some comments that he made. So I'm going for the parts. So I'm practicing in here now. Now that I, I agree with one of our listeners that called earlier, that your voice is too high. All right. Well, now, I'm gonna tell you something else too. I think roles. that you would be a good host for the Bachelor, but you can't be on TV with Beijing because your Beijing looks stupid. No Beijing, like it's like man. when you see a I lace front. No like Beijing. lace, no lace fronts look good on TV, oh, but in person goodness. they look stupid. Beijing, I'm a child for that your beard with all those. that Beijing looks stupid in person, but it looks extra dumb on TV I mean, because it's of HD. only right. Well, Envy, you should get an HD lace front beard. No, it's only right. You gotta let the grades come in. If the you host do that. is on ice for a little bit. I think you should get me. I'm a Bachelor fan. We we could even do me and my wife together. She's a fan. I'm a fan. with something different. We're black right now, and I think you're trying to get close to that. You're black bachelor. right now. Yep. Yeah, what I mean, I think how are you black about. right now? You know what, what are you I mean. other times? Just DM, yo, just DM the bachelor if you want to have a conversation. I don't want to talk. You know what? Forget it. Let's get to the rumors. Envy wants the rose. He wants to be a contestant. Yo, shut <laughs> up! I hate y'all. Let's talk Fifty Cent. Here's the rose. She's spilling the tea. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. You just gave 50 Cent a rose? I'm just practicing my lines, G. <laughs> All right. Well, 50 Cent's book, The 50th Law, has got a Netflix deal. He's going to be teaming up with Kenya Barris because Kenya Barris has that deal with Netflix. And, yes, it's going to be based on his life and also tell the story of him being a young hustler with aspirations in the music industry. So it's loosely based on the autobiography of his life. Yeah, Let's I love uh, The 50th Law by 50 Cent and Robert Greene. And I, I can't wait to see how they turn that into a scripted series. Yep. It's going to be interesting. And Robert Greene's coming on The Breakfast Club soon because he has another book he's working on. That's my guy. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, Barack Obama says that he broke his schoolmate's nose for calling him a racial slur. He was on the new Damn, Renegades Rock. podcast with Bruce Springsteen that we were talking about yesterday. And here's what he said. Well, when I was in school, I had a friend. We played basketball together. And one time we got in a fight and he called me a coon. He <laughs> might not even know what a coon was. What he knew was I can hurt you by saying this i popped him in the face and broke his nose and we were in the locker room well done and suddenly blood's (laughs) pouring down and it was just reactive i just yeah i said what and i popped him and he said why'd you do that (laughs) and i explained to him i said don't you ever call me something like that we just simply don't believe him we've never heard i've never heard that story in all the years barack obama been out here in these streets and you think he would tell that story he's trying to promote you his think podcast. barack obama's a liar that would give him street credibility I think he he's trying to promote his podcast he punched I, a white boy in the face for calling him a coon i do wonder though i wonder if people actually know what the definition of coon is a coon is someone who reinforces the negative stereotypes of black people i could be wrong i don't think that's ever been barack I don't think I don't, <laughs> no. I don't think Barack but, but like he just said he was young and he doesn't even think the other person knew what it was they just said it 
Well, yeah, I understand that. But I'm saying I wonder, do people know what the definition is, even when they just throw it out there? When people are like, right. oh, they, that person's a coon. A coon is someone who reinforces the negative stereotypes of black people. I don't think that was ever Barack Obama. I don't think Barack Obama punched that kid in the face either, though. I don't think so. But that's just my personal opinion. Okay, reports are that Kim Kardashian is emotional Michelle after filing for a divorce. Absolutely. I don't know where these reports are coming from, but they said she's on an emotional roller coaster and she's upset that she had to pull the plug after Kanye refused to work on their marriage. They've been separated for months uh. and according to an insider, they told People Magazine it was still emotional for Kim to actually file. She spent the weekend taking care of herself and her kids. She's spending time with her mom, sisters, and hasn't been working. Everyone is supportive. Kim feels very lucky to be surrounded by her big family. Just put out the press release for the new season of the reality show already. We know it's coming to a streaming service. What platform is it? Hulu. Hulu. We Hulu. know it's coming to Hulu. Like, like, come I've on, just put out the press release. Though. I feel like I, they did this already. What? This whole... The storyline? Yeah. No, not this one. Not Kanye and Kim divorcing. They've done storylines of people... Well, Kim's been divorced quite a few times. Twice. But this is, uh, you know, this is the first time Kim and Kanye have been divorced. But come on, just put out the press release for the new reality show already. Come on. All right, now Ray J also did an interview with Genius, and he was reacting to Kanye's The Life of Pablo jab at him, the song Highlights for the first time. Now here is the song. I bet me and Ray J will be friends If we ain't love the same bitch Yeah, matter, hit it first Only problem is I'm rich I'm And then here is Ray J's reaction. That's what it say in the song? No, it don't. That was cool. That's why I keep having a conversation. I didn't know it said all of that. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was just, it ended after the B-I-T-C-H line. Maybe we might need to be friends now. Everybody need to just put all that shit behind. It's 2021. It's all love over here. Let's bring, let's bring the love together. It's all good, man. No, <laughs> that's not going to work. Even even with all of them divorced and everything else, there'll never be a time where you're going to see Kim, Ray J, and Kanye kicking it. You never know. Nah. You never know. Yeah, you know. never know. Nah. Bro, nah. you never know. Make, when they if, when they old and gray. Nah, I'm talking about years, 60, 70. I would never think you would see Jay-Z and Nas next to each other like they were. That's not true. That's Why totally not? They Well, listen. If it's, totally what, if, what if it could be a good storyline for their new show? No. I don't see it happening. Unless they like randomly bump into each other somewhere. They're not about to beat up and have lunch. Maybe they have a Kim don't even want to be around Kanye right now. Why is she going to be around Kanye and Ray J? Well, she's going to have to be around Kanye. They got all them kids together. That ain't true. You, you pick, never know. Pick the kids up at the curve. <laughs> the curve, <laughs> you don't gotta, That ain't true. They don't got to see each other. Pick the kids up from grandma's house. And they have young children, too. So, mm -hmm. all right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, up next, we have the People's Choice Mix. Get your request in right now. Shout the revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's Black History Month, and today we're repping Andre Harrell. That's right. Today we honor a Black History Month legend by the name of Mr. Andre Harrell, a brother who I had the pleasure of calling a friend, a brother who never hesitated to give me some game even when I didn't ask for it, a brother who was the founder and CEO of my favorite record label of all time, Uptown Records, uh, Mr. Champagne and Bubbles. Mr. Ghetto Fabulous, Andre Harrell. If it wasn't for Andre Harrell, you wouldn't have Sean Puffy Combs, Heavy D, Mary J. Blige, Jodeci, just to name a few. When I say just to name a few, I really mean that because Uptown was responsible for so much black and beige excellence. 
Oh, yes, I said beige. He was on Breakfast Club quite a few times. Let's flash back to how he explained to us how he paved the way for waffle-colored beige Negroes everywhere. Okay, there might not be a DJ Envy. Shut up. If it wasn't for Andre Harrell. The Breakfast Club presents a new Black History Month legend. You were the first dude to give light-skinned people That's the right. package. Okay. That's I'll be right. sure okay. Christopher Williams, light-skinned guys would have never been in style if it wasn't for you. No, I no, they, they was in style. They went out and they was fighting with Jordan and Bobby Brown. I'll yeah. be sure with the last one who stood up with the curls. Yeah, and Christopher. Uh, obviously, Christopher yeah. Williams. I was so happy when Nino Brown stabbed him in the head. Oh, Lord have mercy. Wait, let me tell you the power of light-skinned dudes with curls back then. I'll be sure came to my office. He said, Dre, come downstairs. So we went downstairs to MCA on 56 and B-Way. We went walking for about a quarter of a block. You hear, is that I'll be sure? Is that I'll be sure? We walk another quarter block. That's I'll be sure. And girls start running after us. I never had an artist who had screaming girls like that. Never. Never. To this day. And that was another new Black History Month legend, courtesy of The Breakfast Club. Yeah, man, I love Andre Harrell. Uh, I can't wait until this Uptown Records miniseries uh, comes out. Mm -hmm. uh, it's on BET. Salute to Jesse Collins, Connie Orlando. I'm a consultant producer on that. Andre and I had a lot of conversations, you know, uh, uh, making 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 that happen. And I'm glad it's happening. So salute to my my man, Andre Harrell. Okay. Long live Andre Harrell. They called me. They wanted me to play uh, I'll Be Sure. Nah, we never thought of it. Never, that never was a discussion. Nah, they they, they, they reached out to my peoples and said we want Envy to play I'll Be Sure. Never happened. Never happened. Salute to his um his wife, too. His, his, his wife, Wendy. And salute to his son, Gianni, man. Sending y'all, you know, love, light, and healing energy always. All right. Now, when we come back, we got the positive notice. The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Hi, right, Charlamagne. You got a positive note? Yes, I want to uh, quote the great Andre Harrell today, since we honored him for Black History Month. Andre Harrell once gave a quote about climbing the ladder to success. His quote was, "They got to get in where they fit in. They don't have to worry so much about meeting me. They need to meet my intern. They need to meet my secretary. They need to start and make someone who's not a notable person make them feel like a notable person, and then endear themselves and empower that person with what." Whatever they have to offer so that they get in. They got to be team players and they got to understand that in order to get to the top, you got to make the people at the bottom feel like they're at the top. Wise advice from a wise man. Long live Andre Harrell. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?